This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Thank you. Okay. Tonight's share, like every share, is Le'ilu Nishos Aram Yaakov and Mordechai Hirsch. Zatzal and as a for the issue of Moshe Yitzchak and Sima. Okay. Baruch Hashem, I, um, more people are sending in stuff. Uh, I gave a share in Ornava, and another young lady gave me some, a very nice poem. Um, so the book is getting bigger. I think at, at a certain point we gotta we gotta cut it off because this is a type of book I, that I don't think people pick up if it's 500 pages. I think this is like a 150 page at very very most, which is what people need sound bites today. Okay. <clears throat> So we're talking about about Kirasolkim, and then we're going to continue talking about it. Try to move further in, in uh, the Bavavi. So, so now let's think about this, about how every moment of life that you're Davik Hashem is truly a moment of life. And Lahapach to the opposite that if you're not living Davik Hashem, and we, we have yet to really clarify exactly what that is. But I think intuitively we feel what it is. We certainly know when we're not feeling Davik Hashem, I think. And I take that back immediately. I think often we think that we are, there are moments that we're not Davik Hashem, but if we are feeling the lack of Dvekas, then that's a Dvekas in itself. Right? Absence makes the heart grow fonder. When you're away from somebody, so if you're, if you're truly away and you're not thinking about them at all, then, then you talk away and you're, you're disconnected from that person. But if you're truly away and the whole time you're thinking how much I don't want to be away and how much I miss that person, at that moment you're more connected to that person than potentially you could be when being with that person. It's actually when, when um, it's a litmus test that I, I think I said over here once that, uh, that I picked up on when I was in the dating scene. And uh, that I tell, I tell people dating, um, one of the ways to know if you truly are interested in the person, there's an emotional connection, is would you miss the person if you were away? Like a two-week vacation, if the person went away, would you have feelings of, of longing? It's a great litmus test. Because that means you're truly connected when, when they're next to you. So let's think about these things and understand them very well. To get this very deep into our hearts. We're dealing here with the entire essence of a person and his, and his purpose in this world. And the Tachos, like we've said, and he's going to say over and over, because that's part of getting this, is not just understanding it, but saying it over and over is what knocks it into us. That's the entire essence of man. Like it says, as brings down that Pasuk from Davon Melch. Besides for this, whatever a person thinks is good, is, is, is nothingness. In other words, any good in this world, quote-unquote good, that we understand this is something good I want to be involved in, to have in my life, to acquire, to be with, to, to experience, and that doesn't have an aspect of kirvasil kim in it, you're making a mistake to think that that's going to bring you to something good, i.e. happiness and pleasure and, and contentment and 
all the other words that we that the human experience is, is dying for is is looking for in our lives. When you take out the kivasalukim part, you're left with with an emptiness and a nothingness. Now, you can have the pursuit of money, the pursuit of love, the pursuit of even kavod, and and where, where there are higher um, motivations where you bring Hashem into it in a real way, where the motivation is all for Hashem, that, that these things which on their own are the emptiest of things, well not the connection with people, that's not at all empty, but the money and the covenant and things like that, that Be'etzim is, when you, Be'etzim, their emptiness and their void of, of goodness, if you can plug in Hashem, and that uh, gets dangerous, very dangerous when we try to plug in Hashem to things that that are um, otherwise things that people that are Bali Taiva go after. Let's put it that way. So anything that's devoid of that Kirvasal Kim ingredient, you take out that ingredient, the, the magic ingredient of, of the cholent of our lives, which, by the way, Dr. Pepper, great move. Dr. Pepper and Cholent. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I stopped doing it because it's just weird, but so good. <laughs> Nifna and Mrs. Barb, let's, let's um, make them more internal. The reality is there is nothing. I mean, think about it. The, there is nothing. The, the um, example we've given here many times is the light bulb. So the light bulb wants to run around free as a free light bulb. And it, it disconnects itself from the power source or anything power plugged into a power source. And it wants to be its own toaster, its own light bulb, its own anything. And it thinks about toasting things out in the, <laughs> out in the yonder or whatever without the powered up. It's, a, it's just lacking life. And you could bring the toaster outside and you could put it in the sun and it gets hot. And then, but it's not, it's not really living. Without the care of Hashem, without connected to the source of all life, which is what Hashem is. All the entire 613 mitzvahs are only a pathway to reach this. And for sure, he goes, we need to understand, we need a, a way to bring these matters to the heart. He says, but before we get there, like we were talking about before we turn the tape on tonight, um, the the way to get there is to deal with it intellectually first. You have to have the intellectual conversation and understanding and clarity in order to bring something into the heart. The Tanya is, is very, very clear and strong about this idea about how all emotions are, are sourced in the in the Seichel. She barlona bir gamer mamish sulo. It's got to be one hundred million percent clear and total in the in the seichel that this is our entire life and anything else besides that. It's just there's nothing else. And everything else that's involved in our lives, every action of man in the physical realm of their lives, in the spiritual realms of their lives, is only to get to this ultimate goal of cleaving to the Creator. Now, the Torah is the strongest clea that we have to get to that. Doesn't, he doesn't only mean sitting learning in a Sefer. He's talking about the Torah and all that it teaches us about life. He says, what, what comes out from everything we mentioned above? 
The first thing is, again, know it. Second part, to want it. To truly, truly want to have every moment. And that's what we were talking about last week. That's how, why Hashem started off. Because to get us to want it, He had to say, it's la And I understand He says the derech is going to be it takes away the things that you think are good in this world. And not that they're not good, but they have to be for the ultimate uh, journey of bracha. The Pasuk says bracha. I'm giving the keys of bracha over to you. It means you think it's all about asceticism, separating from this world, going to Hashem and leaving this entire world and there's no, there's no joy in it because I'm in my rut zone and no, no, no. It's ve'ye, which is osios, yudke, vavke. Ve'ye, bracha. The, the Hashem in your life will be a bracha. And Rashi says on that, what's it talking about from last week's parsha? It means you will have the key to brachas in your life. Uh, I, I believe Rashi said, um, before this, I had the key for bracha. And now I'm giving it over to you. The brachas are giving into your, um, they're being given over to your hands. Ad until now was in my hands. I blessed Adam and Noach and you. You're going to bless what you want. I think what what Rashi's quoting here. from Chazal is until now, until Avram came to the world, the thought of God was, I mean, in other words, Avram started Yiddishkeit. Judaism started with Avram. Yiddishkeit teaches us that the journey to Hashem is the journey to the self. And that it's not, and that it is, it's good and you have to want it. You can't really want something when, when the whole goal of your wanting is to give up your want. Right, which is I say ritzon no kertzonecha. What's the lashon in the Chazal? Vata ritzon lefnei ritzoncha. I forgot the exact lashon there in Pirkei Avos. Mevata ritzoncha lefnei ritzono. In order kedei shatasa ritzoncha kertzono. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I, you'll know what I'm referring to, though. I think. So. Hashem says, until now it was in my hands. You thought, everybody thought, the way for bracha, good things in this world is I got to go to Hashem. Which, obviously we do. But Hashem is saying, I, it's, it's in you. You could have this entire life filled with bracha. You have to want it. In order to want it, we're, we're built in such a way that we can't truly, truly want something. There's no, there's no such thing as 100% altruism in the world. A human being can't have true altruism we're not built for that but when you have a clear desire for this now the avoda is so how do I get there okay I know that that's the tachlis I really want to get there so now, so now how do I get there and that's what we're we're getting to it must be, he says, and he 
pushes it again. The beginning has to be clear recognition. And a clear longing to reach this. Not just a want, a longing. It's got to be a longing to the point when, when you desire something so strongly and you're clear about what it is, it, it, it's almost like you're an automatic. You have here in, in this week's parsha. by the Akedah. So all, a lot of the Mepharshim are asking, it says, He sent his hand. What does it mean he sent it? Why do you have to send his hand? And he just take it. So the Svarim explain that Avram's body was was because of who he became was so already in tuned with the true Ratzon of the Bore, the true desire of what Hashem wanted, his hand knew that Hashem didn't want to, his body was like one with nature, so to speak. It was one with, with, with the Rabbana Shalom and it knew that we're not supposed to do this. It was, Hashem never intended you to do this. But Avram's intellect had to go beyond that and say, but Hashem told me to do it and this is part of my test, so I'm forcing myself now to do it. But he reached such a point where his, his, his Ratzon, in other words, his Ratzon was to reach a place where to give up his Ratzon. And that was his strongest Ratzon. And therefore, his body had no of its own none of its, uh, no of its own Ratzon, none of its own Ratzon, and it just moved in congruity with whatever Hashem's will truly was. And Hashem's will obviously was truly not to Shecht Yitzchak. But Avram said, but, but he told me to bring up my son. So I heard that. And I have to live in a way of, of um, revealed manner with Hashem of what He asks us to do. This is really, this is really the whole secret of, of I mean, of, of our bechira, of, of davening, of anything that we do, which really makes no sense when you when you're clear about bitachon that Hashem runs the world and everything's best for you. So, what are you davening for? Hashem, this is the best thing for me that I... The shidduch fell apart. Hashem, this is the best thing for me that my kid got to the school. This is the best thing for me that I lost my job. This is the best thing for me that I got cancer. Chas Hashem, you know, and all these things. This is the best thing for me that, that someone passed away in my life. Best thing, best thing for me. Hashem, please take it away. Please give me my job back. Please find me the shidduch. Please, what are you talking for? You just said, I believe 100% is there's two opposite things. So, because Hashem wants you to dominate. That's it. So Hashem says one thing and He's doing it. It's, it's very, very confusing. I just was thinking of an old country Yassi song. It's a little bit confusing because everybody knows that's how it goes. I don't know if you guys know that song. Um, but it's a pretty good uh, lyric. Even with a... You have to have it clear and you have to have the desire first. And the more deeper, stronger, clearer that she'ifa, that desire is, that longing is to live in such a way. The more you're going to, right? That's what it truly means. There's nothing that will stop you 
the stronger you have a real ratzon. The ratzon's got to be real, got to be strong, and and the the more real it is, is there's truly nothing that will ever be able to to, to stop you. You just you just power through it. You want to take from underneath the, our our tripod stand there? And the weaker it is, of course. Any little thing, right? We are, as people, that's the world of excuses, right? The world of excuses is you wanted to do something, told, you told your friend, I really want to come get you at the airport. I really, I'd love to do it. What happened? I, I just got in the car and um, and you know it didn't start right away. Did you turn the key? I not all the way, but because it was hard, it would like it was stuck a little. I would have had to jiggle it. So I, I couldn't come get you. Now, if you really wanted to, now my father used to. This is one of the. I don't know. It's the worst thing to do to. As a kid, it's the thing I hated most, right? If it was about playing bat, I'm too tired to go to do this, Tati. I, I, Abba, I call my father Abba. My kids call me Tati. I, I don't want to do it. If your friends asked you to do it, you would do it. If there was a million dollars there, you would do it. If it so don't tell me you can't. Don't tell me. It's all about Ratzon. It's all about how much you want to do something. I tell someone they're in a... They're, they're mamish. They're really tired. They are really Charlie Horse. They MS, MSR... Are, are sick to their to their bones. Their joints are hurting. Uh, they can't move. Arthritis, as my safta Allah Shalom used to say, I have arthritis. They can't move. And you you need them to get up from the couch to go put something away. And they're like, I, I can't. Kenish, mamish, I can't. I can't. Start a fire. In on the couch, and see if they can. They can. I what's the terrace? They really want to live. And that's the strongest Ratzon in the world for them. So they have a choice to make. If I really want to live, I'm not going to do that caught on fire on the couch, so i got to get up. Ratzon gives birth to ability. Ratzon is the, is the gemachi of Makar. The source. It's the source of everything we have is Ratzon. We have to develop a Ratzon. And and. People think, this is a conversation I just had with a young man who came to talk to me, a very chashiv young man. I'm not just saying that because I know he's going to be listening. I really find him to be very chashiv. And, and he said, like, you know, he's starting this journey now. Um, I said, but like, sometimes I think, like, maybe I should try all those other things first. And maybe I, it's a constant avoda to keep the ruts going. It's not just like, it's not a switch you turn on and it just stays on forever. There's a battery life to, uh, to every bit of ratzon. And if you're not continuously charging it, it will deplete over time and it simply won't, uh, won't continue. It needs to be constantly thought about, worked on, intellectualized, um, motivated, inspired. You need to keep going to, the, to, to more shirim and, and, and tishes and events. and uh, We need it constantly. I mean, nowadays more than ever, we're weaker we're weaker in our resolve, we're weaker in our minds, we're weaker in our, in our, just our attention span to stay focused on the task is so weak. So it's like, I, and I really think that's one of the major problems that why people just can't stick to it anymore. And, and you see a lot of people have this 
total roller coaster existence of life with with the relationship with the Rebbeinu is because I just don't feel it right now, and I don't have the energy right now, and I, and, and and I'm questioning everything, and it, it's it's and it takes the slightest thing to 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 doubt. Like I was telling you, like I was on this vacation with my wife, and you know, I'm really like. Yeah, I, I enjoy I enjoy cars. I have like a taiva for cars for sure. I have like much of a taiva that I have to have the biggest house or like fancy clothes. It's not like something for me that I'm not a chazadik. It just not doesn't really fancy food is bechal not my Indian. Uh, like my, people get upset at me uh, that I order. We were at the the Ornava Pesach thing the last two years, so I, I ordered the kids menu at every single meal. And the guy who I became friends with from LA is a wonderful, wonderful guy. He's like. Dude, there's ribeye steak. I'm like, yeah, there's chicken nuggets and fries. Huh? I don't care ribeye steak. It's prime rib. Do you know what they charge an ounce of this? I'm like, I, I just don't care. I said, if if they had fruity pebbles, that's what I'd be having now. I, they just don't have because it's a flashing meal. It, it's got seven colors. I mean, what, what more can you want? It's so geschmack. It's, it's just not my thing. But yeah, you go there, I boat somewhere. I'm very... I, also, just the idea of being out in the water. I love, love being in the water. So the the idea of of being out there is is very geschmack and and um, and when when you're around these things, it takes the slightest little bit of that yetsahar to just say, I don't know, maybe I'll just like cut off my payas and and give it all. Like I give the biggest credit to singles boys and girls more boys and girls even though you guys know I'm a big girl fan in terms of like biggest cheerleader for girls you guys are much better than guys in almost everything however a single guy to stay from gets my my absolute credit because it's so much easier when, uh, for a guy at least, with the, obviously with the Taivas of Nashim and all those in Yanim, those are, are very difficult. But um, just in general, the doubts that always come up, which really almost always have to do with the Taiva of Arias. It's, they're all different ways of getting to that end point. But the fact that you can, without being grounded, so like, what am I going to do now? I'm married 20 years and I have four children. Can I know I'm going to like change my life? Not that I, I feel stuck in a chas but in those weak moments of where you're, you're like, I can have that. I can do that. And I can be there. And I can be enjoying And you're like, and I'm stuck in, in Hashemville. You know, these are fleeting thoughts. And I, the reason why I speak about this, about my, I, I want people to realize it's so important. This again, it's going back to the book also, everybody has this. It's okay. It's not just okay. It's part of the journey forward. To take, you ever go on a swing? You ever see anyone on the swing and they swing forward and they just stay there? No. It's not natural. <laughs> if they are, like look for strings and look for something or figure out how they beat gravity because it makes no sense. And how do they get further up? They go further back. That's it. It's called Ratz of Eshav in the, in, in the, in the Svarim in the in more uh, mystical terms. 
the Indian Ratz of Ashav of, of back and forth. So Hashem made the world and there's a certain Hana that the Bible Shalom has that we are always moving forward with the momentum of where we uh, of, of our backwards swing. And and what happens is and a, a lot of people I talk to they touch up their lives during the backward swing. And they're like, I guess I'm not really in it. I guess I don't have the Vegas Hashem. It's like I was saying before, if you, but if you're, if you're sitting there and you're calling me and you're coming to come speak to me on a Sunday and you're saying, Rabbi, can we talk about this? You do have Kira because you're talk of missing Hashem when you're on that backward swing. And you're feeling like, oh my gosh, I just, I just want to be with the Hashem. But it's killing me because I'm having all these thoughts in my mind of maybe I don't want this. Maybe I just want to like hang out with the opposite gender and, and watch some stupid movie and waste my life away. And, and you've got to be able to live in the bigger picture and keep on coming back to the point of this is what I really want and strengthening that desire. Yesh Piskam Yidu, he says, there's a well-known saying, Shemirov Eitzim Lo through the many trees, we don't see the forest, right? I, I think in English we call it losing the forest through the trees. Right? You get stuck in the trees and you, you, you forget like you're in the forest. It says, Every single thing in this creation, its ultimate goal is for a higher purpose, for a spiritual need. It says, Let's use this saying that we just quoted, this uh, phrase, for our Indian. You know what? In fact, I just remembered I sent this to the to the oh. How long were you out there? I just got your <laughs> what's that? Um uh, I guess you figured it out. Or or you broke a window and broke in to get in. Um I just sent this to to the group to Okay, it's not the same thing. I remembered it was something great, but there's a saying, I may as well share, because Hashem just put it into my head. Viktor Frankl said this. I don't remember seeing this in his book. Maybe I saw it and, and, and didn't take note of it, but I read that book um, cover to cover and, and paid a lot of attention to it, and I think probably more than once. Viktor Frankl wrote, a man, uh, uh, it may not be a man's search for meaning. Someone sent this to me, or I saw it somewhere. When we are no longer able to change a situation... We are challenged to change ourselves. Such a brilliant saying. It actually can be applied a little bit here. When we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. Sometimes also when you're in this situation, it's just not working for you, it could work for the negative also. You decide to change yourself to fit the situation. I was talking with... Um, with a young man last night, the high school kid, and um, hey, he was just going through miserable in his school. Everyone's picking on him and and all that stuff. And and I was there. There was something that happened in the school, and I I came to help out a little. And I heard that one conversation he had with his principal and someone else, and he said something. And and the principal turned to him and said. I'm really proud of you. That was a great move. And then on. And then I'm talking to the kid. He goes, yeah, principal, never once. I do all these things. He never once said anything. I said, I was there. He told you. He turned to you and he said. He goes, and, and I said, and you don't remember that. And I want you to realize 
how powerful your uh, we have a narrative of our life and it dictates how we experience life it's not that he he knew it and then he's like I'm not going to pay attention to it we, he actually didn't even hear it he mamish didn't hear it because his brain didn't process those words because his narrative was you all hate me and I'm the Lord Yitzchak in this yeshiva and it's not going to work out and, and therefore I can now be this kid in the yeshiva I said you're doing this all because that's how you're seeing reality. And the crazy thing is, it's totally subjective. The objective reality is, it's not so bad. I said, even as, and, and he's kind of right about one of the principles. I, I told him, I admit, I said, but what, what are you going to gain out of it? So let's say he is like that. I said, you're going to lose. You're fighting City Hall. So you, you changed everything to fit into this. Sometimes you've got to realize, you get, you. If the, we have to, we can't change the situation. We're supposed to change ourselves. However, when the situation is something where it's becoming negative, and you change yourself to the negative to fit to that situation, that's not what we're we're talking about. And that's what a lot of people do. So, let's use this thing, Rov Eitz and Lo to explain the Surah Sechaim of the Vegas Bashem. This. Picture of life that we've been discussing of connecting to Hashem is Baruch Shemo. There's 613 mitzvahs, and the main ones are Talmud Torah, like it says, Talmud Torah Kenegakul, right? Learning Torah is um, whatever that means, Kenegakul. Obviously, that's something that needs a tremendous amount of thought and discussion and clarification on what does that mean? It's opposite all of them, it has the same values as all of them. Uh, yeah. If I had to give up one without the, or the other, I would pick Talmud Torah and not the mitzvahs. It's not so clear, obviously. And it's important that anytime you hear a big saying like that, the worst thing you could do is take it at face value. It's obviously, it has a face value to it, but if you think that that's where it ends, and there's not much, much more that, than meets the eye, that was not a Transformers reference, then, then you're making a big mistake. I guess it was. The 613 are the roots. The specificities of the mitzvahs are much more than 613, right? How many mitzvahs B'nai Noach? Seven. You know how many actual, uh, there are 66 for, 66 pratim of mitzvahs for the, for the B'nai Noach. It's known the words of the Zohar Kaddish, which is always, I always found like when Rabbi Weimarger always says, and Kidu, you all know, and then he would say something that nobody knew. Like, Kidu, you all know, you all, you all have seen, obviously, the Zohar, where it says, uh, when I, I, I have a Chavusi here, we've been learning together for Kanainar now, like 20 years. And um, we learn every Shabbos together. So, uh, so we joke around a lot about, like, Rabbi Weimargerisms. What he, so when, I, when, we, when things go out, I go to him, you know, there's a obviously, you know, I'm not even going to quote it. You know what I'm talking about. It's on page 67 in, the, in, in the Tikkune. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, I'm like, just for giggles, let's just pretend and just like read it to each other because, you know, let's say it's here already. We may as well. We don't know. But you do in the Rezo Kaddish, so let's feel how small we are that we don't know these words of Zohar Kaddish. Okay, I know this one. And, we, and you know it because I've said it here many times. The mitzvos are 613 eaten. They are, they are advices. They are pathways and, and instructions. Eitzos Shema. What are they for? So what are they instructing us for? In other words, they're not the, they're not the, they're not the ends. Now in Yiddishkeit, every means is an ends, obviously in its own right. 
because every second is important and every moment is not lived just to get make it to the next moment. Is that moment becomes precious itself, but there is a higher higher calling. Hashem, um, uh, next week I'm going to be back at Arnav and I'm going to be talking about this about the importance of moments of life. Eight says Kate said Yedavik. Uh, little spoiler alert. Eight says Kate said Yedavik Adam Bekona. There are eights that how do we cling to, how does a man of flesh and blood cling to the Creator? The essence, essence of the mitzvahs, they are not an inyan atzmi. It means they're not self-fulfilling, um, self-contained ends. Ella. From here, meaning from that mitzvah, it can show you a little bit how, it, how do you reach the Vegas Kona. Each one is another perspective or angle of seeing that pathway of getting to the, to the Creator. Therefore, the the mitzvos are usually themselves um, uh, a, a mixture of two parts. There's the actual action of the mitzvah, or the speech of the mitzvah, or the uh, or, or the keeping of the mitzvah, whatever it is. There, there are parts to it. And in addition to that, there's the purpose of the mitzvah. Where's it bring you to? Which is to be one, bring one close and to be davik ha'adam lakona. Nimsim When you're looking at the mice, say the mitzvah, the actual action of the mitzvah, there's many aspects to it. This is this is now back to the mushal of the the piskam, the um, phrase. The mitzvahs are the trees of the forest. Oh, he says, I guess this is a Jewish, Jewish saying. Because he's, he's using even the word eitz, he says. The word eitz is a tree in eitzah. That they're, they are um, one shorish. He says it's very deep. Okay, we have to figure that out. He says, but from the, the premise of the matter, and the, the goal, the, the purpose, which is always the same thing as the premise, which is driving it. There's one nickname for mitzvos. Kivas Hashem and Dvegas Bashem. A little further. So, he's going to give another example. Let's take one mitzvah. Wrapping, a person wraps himself in a talus. Sorry, ladies. Uh, unless ladies of the Western Wall are listening, then pay attention. <laughs> I never forget. We were in Spain. I may forget. I hope not to forget. We were in Spain, and um, we went into a, a shul to give one of the speeches. Um, Actually, think I was speaking that time, and and they had you know it's it's not a front place. They had um, like the taluses and the yarmulkes for people walking in. So a lot of the boys knew to put their yarmulkes on. This is the Asian nobody was from, 
And one of the girls also <laughs> grabbed the yarmulke. And she's like, this matches. Uh, she was like, you know, tight jeans and a halter, uh, a hang top, tank top, halter top, whatever it's called. She puts the yarmulke on. I was just, and I was trying to concentrate the whole time talking. I'm like, don't look at her. Don't, I shouldn't look at her anyways because it was inappropriate. But I'm like, don't look, don't. Because <laughs> she was wearing this yarmulke. And the, I think basically So the guy gets up in the morning, comes to the shul, he puts, himself, he puts a talus on. He was just making a mitzvah deraisa of Atifas talus. Makes the bracha. What's what's he thinking at the time that he's misatim talus? This morning I was asking myself this. I went to uh, to. Oh, now you know where I went. Okay, forget it. We'll we'll skip that story. <laughs> um. I mean, it's it's not indicative of the shul, so uh, I will say the story. It's, not, it's actually a very nice shul. But a guy comes in. It was my second time this week. Uh, this week was a crazy week. My um, uh, one of my, my kids really wasn't feeling well all week, so the, everything was thrown off. So I ended up diving there twice this week. Same guy walked in. It's not a long minion necessarily. Walks in. 20 minutes late to a chakras during the week which is all of 45 minutes 20 minutes late left a solid 5 to 10 minutes early was talking to his buddy half the time like his friend was by a stender trying to daven and he was in his face like just schmoozing it was right next to me it was like a, and then and then and then he was by the bima today on his phone like half the time like he he was already he was already shtabach or whatever he was like this and then he, I see him and I'm thinking, you have, you have a talus and tefillin on. You got your tits hanging out. You're wearing your white shirt and your black pants into a yeshiva. Like there's something here. You gotta. Have you stopped and thought for a second? What am I doing here? What's going on? Most people. And that's part of we talk about this a lot. It's just you're, you're on automatic. Not like Avram Avinu's automatic. The exact opposite. Automatic of just following the world. Just following nature. The first question is not really um, what's he thinking. Is he thinking? He's doing without Machshava. You, you ever you ever drive somewhere and then stop, stop and think like certainly it's a drive you do every day, and then you get to the office. Someone's like, "Did you? Uh, which way did you take it today?" And you're like, I, "I have no clue." That's crazy. You were driving a three ton piece of metal killing machine, and you don't know, like you don't remember anything about it. How little were you paying attention? And the reality is you could have been paying attention. Your mind could have focused and they do studies about this. I read one study about this. But it's, uh, well, what do they call it? It's a fancy name for it. But it's really like so much of our lives. Like you come home after a day of work. So, and then you do wrote by wrote. So you're, our Yiddish guy, it's like that also. It happened to me. It was, was it yesterday? Maybe it was natural. <laughs> No, it was two days ago. I I put my talus on and I was putting my tefillin on and I stopped. I'm thinking, I I mamish thought this is scary. I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't put my talus on yet. Why am I? Why did I put my tefillin? I put my talus on so quick and I said the bracha so quick. I was I was up to my tefillin. I'm going. I'm like I didn't put. I'm like oh, my talus is on. I do not remember putting it on. It couldn't have been more than thirty seconds before. So either I'm really losing it. 
which I'm I'm getting older, maybe, could be. I, I just, I feel kind of with it. Like, and I, 30 seconds ago, I put my towels on, no recollection whatsoever. You ever had that new Shemona Esther? Shemona is there anything more? Is the Dalaf Nemi Atam Omedia, you're standing in front of a King Melech Machim Lachem Baruch Hu, and you're just like, I don't know if I said that at all. I, I have no clue where I am. You, or you do you do atachonin when uh, on Shabbos Shabbos davening, that already is not so bad. Uh, although the svarim is really bad, really really bad. You have to actually finish. If you start ato and you think you're going chonin, you're supposed to finish with that, and you it's not good. It's really not good. Um, so is the guy thinking? Klomer machshava iyunis a a. a um, a not just obviously like I said you were thinking my body can't do things without me thinking my arms just don't just like flailing around when I, uh, I'm Tourette's or whatever it, there's a thought that sent a message for the arm to do that there was a thought that said to turn here and turn there you, you figured out how to get to where you needed to go but it wasn't a machshav iyunis it wasn't a paid attention to thought ula machshav it was a he 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 calls it a machshava meisus, a actionable thought. Bevadashesh, of course there was. Neitzim in akudas matzah shel adam shachoshev. Oh, that was in parentheses. Did he think at all, or maybe his meisim were done? Kemat as 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 if there was no thought process at all, coming out from a place of of um, a a situation of a person that that. Uh, Hold on a second, I didn't get that sentence. Did he think at all? Or maybe it's my son? Yeah, to the exclusion of a person that actually does things with, with thinking. He says, let's think about. So, what is he? Let's say we found that guy who actually thinks about it. And what's he thinking about now? If his thought process is proper, so what should his thought process be? I'm not even, and I don't think he's referring to here the the kavanas of the Arizal of of bimasached the yudkei vavke and the talif is an is an armakif according to Kabbalah and what that means. No, no, no. I'm doing a mitzvah because Hashem commanded me. Because through this mitzvah, I'm wrapping myself in a talis that that enclose me with Hashem's light, and I'm I'm clinging to the, to my Creator. Pasha thought. It's, it's been established that midiraisa mitzvahs do need kavana. He's supposed to think, oh, he's not even going as far as I took it. He's saying, just thinking, I'm making a bracha now, I should have kavana. Like when you're saying shema, you have to have a kavana. I am doing this to have to be mekayim the mitzvah the arisa of atifas talis. I'm doing this. I'm saying the words myself to be mekayim the mitzvah of of being mekabel all machal shemayim. The zbodim b'davar harizar kadosh kasev. The zohar writes shatayeg mitzvah same tayeg eitzus kaitzel l'skarv. How to get close? Imkayim kibit shadam asata b'talis yom yom. So you're putting it on every day. Shua shua week after week. Zesh shanim rabbos. There's many years. Imkayim adu einu margeshes kibit hashem. So why does this guy feel it? You get up in the morning and you're getting dressed and you're choosing what to wear. And you know this one is like this, a little tight like that, and this one's not. Then you make the choice. Um, 
because that I'm going to wear this, or or how you wear it, or um, you you uh, you daven shachris. It's for girls to daven shachris mincha. So you're davening shachris. You start your tefila, and you say, and you've done it for years and years and years, and you say it's supposed to bring me closer to the Creator. And then you finish your tefila, like that is not how I would describe my feeling right now. It's more like late for the train, gotta go. Hope that worked. I hope you heard it all and you accepted it and my next feel is going to be about the next thing that I need from you. Where's the Kibbutz Hashem? My dua ain't who marks Kibbutz Hashem. This is, and this is maybe the underlying, not the absolute underlying, but one of the main underlying currents of thought that, that are flowing beneath our psyches at all times. So, a bar mitzvah boy. When I was bar mitzvah, there was no Shabbos kosher or anything. I remember putting my tefillin. I grew up. My, my grandparents are Holocaust survivors. My parents were Shomer Shabbos. Our Shomer Shabbos, Baruch Hashem. I went to a yeshiva in Barra Park. Put my tefillin on. I remember feeling excited about it. Like they, the rabbi said, and it's going to be like tefillin. My bar mitzvah boy, tefillin. And I, Mamish, was not. I was already into girls. I was already like totally out of it. At 13 years old, I was smoking a pack a day. I don't know if that's why I'm so short, but I, I always think about them. Like, is that why? So, so what made me think? Because I thought, and this is she's been selling me this thing for like years. So until now, okay, I wasn't always I'm tulin, so then I can't connect to Hashem. I'm not tulin. I'm not a barmit. But now, and then what happens? Like the next day, you're still the same schnook, and and nothing changed. And the next second, nothing changed about you. So we do these mitzvahs and we get from her, quote-unquote, and we put on more clothes and we, we speak less Hashanara. And, and ultimately, ultimately, how many people, there are people that do, but like I said the other day, there's a lot of feeling of the frumkite is not la naskotos. I don't feel it. I don't, it's not palpable. It's not something I'm, I'm experiencing. And therefore, the other thoughts that we were talking about earlier about, maybe this, maybe it's talking better like that. And, and I can't, when, I, when I was in high school, man, did I have fun? What did I give up? Why did I give it up for this? Are you kidding me? For sh- getting my, my tochas out of bed at six in the morning to go to my chavrusa? And the, uh, we do, why do we not feel the kibbutz Hashem? I did all these mitzvahs. Zohar. I heard the Zohar is real. These Mukubalim talk big about this book. And it said these are 613 pathways and eights to get closer to Hashem. I've done so many of them. I've done them daily. I've done them every day for years and years and years. Where's my Kirvis Hashem? How has it not worked? Their words are true and their words are, are the total uh, uh, existence of reality. It should be, I'm sorry, that every person that's mechaven every day to mechaven the mitzvah save the raisa, at the time of his putting on talis, more and more, little by little, he should be feeling more kibbutz Hashem in his heart. Does he? Uh, why do we say it's not true? Why can you go to someone who's wrapped in a talus and he's checking his phone? And he could be checking, who knows what he was checking? 
I, it's not out of the realm of possibility that, was, that he was looking at something completely inappropriate. At the time, he's got Talos and Tulin on. It must be, we have to at least say that the kim of Atifas Atalus, the fulfillment of wrapping ones in Atalus, and again, whatever the equivalent is for, for a Jewish girl, has a true inner tzura there, a form. So then, so we got to do some investigation here. We see that wrapping the talus every day does not necessarily, in other words, it's not a switch. Put it on, it works. Daven, it works. It's not true. That's not how, that's, it's not working. So we could say either either that's not really cool davening then you're obviously not davening correctly because if you would daven correctly then that would work I, tr- I wanted, wanted, wanted and it didn't happen okay so my answer is and this is what the answer most robotum give and it's not it's not untrue you didn't really have the ratzen if you really had the ratzen then the proof is in the pudding it would have happened I it didn't happen you didn't really have the ratzen but I felt I had the ratzen you obviously didn't there's truth to that. However, here he's saying, we certainly see that it doesn't happen. That Tifa's talus. The guy had in mind every day doing this from Kaim Mitzvah with the Torah of Tifa's talus. Why is he not dubbing to the Creator? Dveik is Muchash is something he could sense and feel. Because the Dveik is that he can't feel. You know, we're taught, and, and this is 100% true as well. And, and it's, it, it is a major problem. But it doesn't change the reality that we have a true Ratzon. The Neshama wants. Nothing stronger than that Ratzon. And there are Baskals that go out every day and says that everybody should return. Those baskals are real, but we don't hear it. And we are really Davik Tashem, but we don't feel it. So at the end of the day, what value is it that, that if our subjective reality is not, is not connecting to the objective reality, does it really matter that the objective reality is like that? If we don't plug into it and we don't fit our lives into the reality, into the objective reality, so then what's the purpose of it? So if we're not feeling it, even though it's happening, so, so, uh, something's missing. It must be that we need to check what is missing in what's happening in the world of talus um, wrapping. That the talus of Excuse me, the inner tachas is this, um, sensory kiris Hashem. That tachas is not found by the mice of the mitzvah that, that many good people are doing. 
So let's understand these things. We, we, took, we took an example in the world of Ativas Talas. It's just an example, obviously. We learn Torah, Makai Mitzvah, the majority of us, certainly us that are here learning together and those that are listening. We're people that are learning and that we're trying to do our best. What is an Akudah Shemoneas Me'etano L'choshes Kevasa? What what do we need to excise? What do we need to get the surgeon to cut out from our lives that's blocking, that, that, that artery block, that's stopping from us feeling this? Perhaps we have that external life of Torah mitzvahs, which I, I think we could say here, and like I, I said, probably most people listening are living lives of Torah mitzvahs. Although I, I happen to know that a lot of people that listen are not necessarily living those lives, but they're living premious lives, which is an interesting uh, way to live. And they're getting there, Mitzvah Shem. Avos but the premiums of the Mitzvahs, which is their goal, Kivas Hashem, Nechseros It's By most people, it's missing. Mitzvah Biyari says we need to clarify, how do we go about this? We've got we've to reprogram you gotta uh, restart the program, reboot it, and to, to learn how to do these things properly. And then to be zocha to a sensory kevas Hashem. Like I said, you do find you walk in there of Gamliel Rabinowitz, he should live in Bal 120. It's like you feel it. You mamish feel it. Where was I? I was in the. I was walking out of Meyer somewhere recently, and the youngest of Woodmere, and I saw. A guy who sometimes comes to our morning chabura, and he was I told him, I, I, I don't, he was talking with someone else who I didn't know. I said Shalom Aleichem, and I don't remember how it got into Rav Gamliel. I said something. I said a vart in his name or something, and the other guy goes, "Oh, Gamliel Rabinowitz, yeah. Oh my gosh, oh, there's nothing but if you, you talk to anyone who's been in his presence, and it's just." Like you could take be in the worst feeling, like you go to Ah Gamliel, so kishmak. So Rabbi Wallerstein's Rabbi as well. It's just yeah. because he, you sense when a person's. It's like happy people attract happy people. Like you want to be around happy people. It's, for someone to truly be happy, they're living a life in some way of kirasilkim, muchashis, feeling it. So in, in our Chaburah well, that we have in the morning, so the, we're very like we talk very openly about these concepts and ideas. And whenever we leave, so there's me and another Cohen are are part of this. So we the guys always ask so when when one of the Kohen leave, we leave with a bracha. We always give a bracha to the guys. So his bracha is always uh, my my patriot always says. Um, I talked to you about it. He always says you have they filled with kirasali kim. So I started, I, I, I said, guys, haven't they killed with Kirvaselikim Muchashis? You should feel it. It's like, ah, you one up me. Like, I'm not trying to one up you. I just, what's the point of the Kirvaselikim if, if it's not Muchashis? We, we should feel it. We should be zochah to feel it. Bilvavi Mishkan Evna, which is not a Pasuk, by the way. Beautiful song from my Rebbe. But not a, but not a Pasuk. The, the words that we have is, is Rav Hutner made those words based on a. Um, um, not a pasuk, but based on a verse from 
um, from a piet. Where is the piet? I don't remember right now. One of the piet and word the words and 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 Rav Hutner actually put the words of Bavav Meshkanevna La Darkavodo Olu Mizbeach Asma as Karn. What's the lashon? Olaner Tamidakar. Which is just some of the best words ever and by far the best nigga in the world. This is a tafkid. I walked down to that song. This is just, that's, uh, that's our Shmuel's nigga. This is this is a topic of every year. The mitzvah should bring a person to the to a situation where Kadosh Baruch Hu is by this person in the heart. He dwells there. He lives there. And and the person feels it. Mamish walks around with such a feeling. Anyone who could get to such a place and and it's not in. Like everything that we talk about, it's the gradations. You could feel a little bit. You could feel sometimes more. You feel sometimes less. But but to get to there, that's that's what we're working on. So we will stop here, Mir Hashem. The Rebbein Hashem should give us all a week, a week of of, uh, of bracha and simcha and muchashes, kivasel kim muchashes, and we should feel in such a strong way with the ultimate feeling enough with the with our, our cousins over there in Israel. Rebbein Hashem should wipe all them out with one swipe. Uh, with Mashiach Sakanim here, Amen, Amen, Amen. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.